Cool. Nice. Uh, yeah. Um, Tech, how's your week been, my dude? Uh, my week has been good. Crazy, busy, all over the place, but good. Good. Yeah. Um, Ryan, your week? I know you had a doctor's appointment this morning. Was that for the old the old thumb bit? Yeah, the thumb's all good to go. I thought I messed it up on Sunday four-wheeling, but they said I actually helped it along, so... Like, all right, cool, whatever. <laughs> that makes absolutely no sense. So the the issue is that the scar tissue is still attached to the tendon and the skin. So what I did is when I messed it up the other day, I ripped the two apart. So they're like, yeah, you just helped the healing process along quicker by getting the scar tissue apart. I was like, all right, cool. Doesn't hurt anymore. So right did it hurt? Did that hurt when you did it? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, <laughs> that, seems, that that hurt a bunch. That seems appropriate. Yeah, I know people. I remember reading this story about a football player. <laughs> like both of them fell out. I'm confused. Yeah, it did. <clears throat> yeah, it did. I remember reading a story about a football player who had like bone cancer, specifically in his like femur or something like that. And when he got chemo, they had to like <laughs> direct it at his leg, and like his leg became so like unused that the muscle emaciated and fused to the bone. Nice. And then he had to go to like a deep tissue masseuse who like massaged and like basically tore the muscle back off of his bone. Ish. Nice. And he said it was the worst pain he's ever experienced. So you did a very small version of that. Mm-hmm. Just the old thumb muscle. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah no, thank you. That's uh, yeah, that's that's all no good. That's all no good. So, um, it's it's another episode of Bounty Board. We have uh, tech guesting with us. We are going to talk about a bunch of stuff, but when we get started, we start with the news, and we have a bunch of news things this week. Uh, what do we want to start with? Ben, you added some stuff. I did. What did you add? Why don't you, why don't you give us the rundown on what you added? Uh, there's some pretty big news out there. I think, as far as my generation's concerned, this is probably the biggest one. The creator... Of the Konami code passed away today. Yeah, Katsuhisa. Katsu. Katsuhisa Hashimoto. Hashimoto. Yeah. Uh, and for those too young to know, Contra uh, was a side scroller back in the '80s, and if you put this super long code in before the title screen hit, you got 30 lives, not infinite lives, just 30 lives, uh, which was required to beat the game mostly, unless you're a freak and you memorize the whole thing. Uh, who has the code memorized? Anybody? Anybody here in the show? Oh, I do. I just cheated because I just looked at it. So I oh, you say. bastard. But I, think I, I actually think I did know it. You uh, probably did. I mean, it's up, up, down, down, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, A, B, start. Yeah, I think it's B, A, start. And it's select start if you want two players. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. It, and was, then, it wasn't a Contra code first, though. It was uh, a... Sure? Yeah. It? it was, um... I didn't read the article, I just... Shit, it was a different Konami game, though. It was a different code first. Gradius. Okay. It was a Gradius code, and it gave you all of the uh, pickups, all of the possible pickups at once. Neat. So you have, like, and Gradius, <laughs> since we're going down a factoid wormhole, Gradius is a mistranslation of Gladius, which is an actual type of sword. Yep. But because Japan has a problem with L's and R's, <laughs> we, got, we got the classic Gradius. <laughs> Let's keep the fun facts going. You know why they don't say L very well? Well, it's just not in their language, right? It's not disrespectful in their culture to show your tongue. Oh. So I saying something with before. an L that shows your tongue, they wow. keep it behind their teeth so it comes out as R. So it sounds so, like an R. 
So speaking of that code, yeah. If you use it on this, <laughs> it changes. It, they they have it set up to where it actually changes the sounds and everything inside of That's it too. That's cool. Yeah, it'd be awesome so, if all the sounds turned into contra sound effects. That'd be amazing. Yeah. So they, uh, I, I don't remember what sounds it does, but it does like ten or fifteen different sounds whenever you push different buttons afterwards. Incredible. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. For a toddler's toy has that. I guess it's pretty, yeah. pretty cool that they added it's, it. Kind of like how kids' movies have uh, adult humor for the adults to like not bore themselves to death while watching it. Your kid's <laughs> toy, if a kid yeah. picks, if a if a parent picks it up, can like oh, I wonder if this works. And when it does, they're probably like, oh shit, damn. That's yeah, cool Google, as fuck. Google had it for a while. I think Facebook had it for a while. Like just websites where you just if you put it in on the website, something happens. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's been a running joke for a long time. Yeah. To this day I love playing with like some of Google's built in little tricks. Like if you do if you do a Google search and you type in do a barrel roll, the whole screen nice. rolls. <laughs> Twitch does it on their dashboard. Yeah. Um, yeah, Twi- Twitch has something like that that you can actually get to more settings on your dashboard by doing yeah. the the cheat. Do you guys code? know what do a barrel roll is in reference to? Star Fox? No. Ninja Star Turtles. Fox. Star Fox. Uh, and then the other story, uh, keeping it moving, I thought we could uh, we could give... This is Ryan's Warframe, basically. Uh, so, Arc Genesis, Ryan? Yeah. Trailer yeah, dropped today? It's the new uh, new map that dropped uh, yesterday. Okay. Well, it's supposed to, it's big Shatari worms flying through the sky. <laughs> It's, it oh looks, yeah, it's very sci-fi. Even the I know, even the I haven't Genesis seen titles. Yet. I haven't seen them in game yet. Um, but yeah, this was supposed to drop back in December. Okay. And then it was supposed to drop in January, and then supposed to drop February twenty-fifth, and then it almost it didn't get dropped till the twenty-sixth of so this morning. But um, they they did a lot of damage control, and uh, the ga- the the new map's actually pretty cool. It changes up uh, entirely what the game is about. Um, they usually have like loot drops that show up and everything now, but now it's got <laughs> missions and quests, and uh, you can earn in-game currency to actually buy things to further yourself along in the game. So it's cool. pretty cool. Um, yeah, they they went with the the lunar. Uh, they had like they have like a lunar uh, portion where it's like in space, um, but it's all on the same map. It's kind of weird, but how hmm. they put it all together, but it's pretty cool. Okay. Um, I, I'm, I'm actually getting ready to start up a server tomorrow. I'm reformatting my PC right now for tomorrow so I can start my server up. So, nope. yeah, nice. it's gonna be cool. To be awesome. What is your what's your dog killing behind your green screen? Well, first it was this, and now it's a bone filled or a, a ball filled with treats. So, <laughs> I kicked my dogs out of the studio for this because oh. if not, they'd be barking and fighting the entire time. I think Ryan thought his green screen green screen was soundproof. Yeah. No, my dog usually sleeps when we do this. So <laughs> <laughs> he's just trying to find his 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 bones so he can occupy himself. Um, so that's it for what I added. That's it for what you added. Okay, yeah. dope. Um, there was some interesting news that came this week, and I don't know how I feel about it. <coughs> and so I felt like that would be an interesting thing to have a discussion about. Eli Roth, who was announced, uh, is going to direct a Borderlands movie. Yep. Uh, he hasn't directed very many things. He's no, produced a shit. He's produced a shit ton, but yeah. the things he's directed have been, by and large, horror. Yeah, and in many cases, very, very brutal, very violent horror. Right. Um, 
Yeah, hostile. Green. Have you guys seen Green um, Inferno? No. Don't. No. Don't watch it. <laughs> Just don't watch it. I got about 45 minutes into it, and I was like, I don't need this. Like, that's literally the thought that crossed my mind. Not like, you also I don't like this. abstain from this. horror in general. Not, not, not all, all horror. I abstain from uh, spiritual horror. I watch monster horror all the time. Okay. I have Pandorum and Aliens and the, like, I've, I've watched horror movies that are, I, I have a problem with spiritual horror, Okay. It okay. fucks with me differently. Sure. Yeah. Uh, ooh, this should be hidden different. Okay. Um, <laughs> TikTok ruins, <laughs> runs my life. <coughs> I said it ruins. Um, and it was the writer for Borderlands uh, is doing another G.I. Joe thing, and that's it. Like, there's no... Yeah, this is... I don't know. This might be his first thing. Maybe maybe we're too early in production for them to have a, lighter, uh, a real writer listed, but the only other... Name they've got Damn, for this Borderlands. Shade. No, I mean this. Real writer listed. But there's not. No, I'm saying there's nothing. He has no filmography. Sure. So like that's what I'm saying. Like there's he might be a real writer, but he's not done anything before. So don't I don't know. Don't you have to be credited to be? A, I don't know. Anyway, I it, I feel like this should be a show more than a movie. Probably. I don't think you can. I don't. I don't think you could pack the Borderlands experience into a movie. Like, I feel like you'd need a few seasons of, like, showing stuff that's, like, in between the games or that kind of thing. Or maybe what's after Borderlands 3. Hold on. Because by now, people have beat it. This says it's based on a script from Craig Mazin, the writer behind The Hangover Part 2 and HBO's Chernobyl. That's not nothing. the fuck? Does Hangover Part Two have anything to do with Chernobyl? <laughs> Man, dude, like that's one of the that's one of the things that you realize in in, in Hollywood is that the writers write all sorts of shit. And that was something we said about like the that's first wild. and second Ant Man is we were like, Man, this movie's being directed by someone who did My Bloody Valentine or something stupid like that. Um I don't even know if I saw Hangover Part Two. Was it worth it? And the, ha- the the Hangover, hangover Part Two was fun. Hang- comedy hangover would be good one. for the Borderlands. Because they, they're talking about dicks, dicks, dicks all day on Borderlands. So. <laughs> but, but did you die? But did you die, though? Hmm. I don't, that I, think, you... I, I think Hangover 3 was terrible. I think Hangover 2 was pretty good, though. And Chernobyl just, was incredible. It just felt like remixes of Hangover 1, like both yeah. of them. And guys, just, Borderlands yeah, 2 scenario. and 3 and pre-sequels just feel like remixes of Borderlands 1. So, but Eli they, Roth did Knock Knock, and that's a good movie. I yep. haven't seen Knock Knock. Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Oh. It's a really good movie. That's Keanu Reeves when those two girls come over, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, was that movie good? I liked it. All right. I mean, I didn't, I didn't go to the theater to see it, I don't think. Sure. But I liked it. Yeah. I don't, I don't think not going to the theater to see something is as bad of an uh, indictment as it used to be. Back in the day, it was like, I would see that in theaters. People were like, damn. I'll wait for it to come out on DVD. It comes out in like two weeks after the movie, like yeah, on DVD. People, like, oh, okay. There are people who still do that and think it has the same weight. I don't I don't appreciate them. Oh, I'll wait for it to be on DVD. I'm like, it's not even a big fucking what's deal anymore. We'll what's wait for it to come to Redbox. We also, what's the fucking DVD? <laughs> why do you have why, why why do you do this when you mean phone? What's the, why? <laughs> My mom shared a, a dry bar comedy stand up where a guy talked about that, uh, and it felt like a, a boomer just like shouting at a, like a cloud. Old man shouts at cloud. 
<laughs> you do not understand what I'm going through. Um, all right, so Xbox. We last week I tried to have like Xbox's games with gold announcements. Yeah, we failed at that. And I realized after the fact that they weren't in the thing I was reading. Mm-hmm. They're out now, and so I can actually tell you that the games with gold that we're getting in March are Batman: The Enemy Within. Which is the Telltale animated series? It's on Game Pass right now. So if you don't have right. Game Pass, now you can get it. Um, Castlevania: Lords of Shadow Two, which is the sequel of the Devil May Cry style Castlevania games. Yeah, I don't think I beat the second one. So this would be a good reason to get through it. Yeah, um, we're getting Shantae, Half Genie Hero, which is a that's like a long running series. Apparently, yeah, people have it's got a, a lot following. Of yeah, people have a lot of ties to Shantae. And then Sonic Generations, which, eh. Of no. the Sonics we've gotten recently, it's Sonic, the one of the better ones. Sonic Generations was fucking great. Yeah. I love this game. It's like you take the best from the side-scroller universe, you take the best from the 3D universe, and you put it into one game. I'll play I'll play the whole thing over again. Generations was awesome. You won't. I love that game. But you won't though. <laughs> I would if it only took a couple nights. You know, it's not a big game. Yeah. That's yeah. true. That's true. It's not like playing through Witcher Three again or something. Sure. Yeah. Um well, if, we you're, also... if you're talking about deals, uh Borderlands three super deluxe editions fifty percent off right now. Instead yeah, of a hundred dollars, it it's fifty bucks. Yeah, Epic Epic Game Store is doing a bunch of sales. Um on top of Borderlands, they also have a bunch of uh Ubisoft titles that are on sale. Um, I think Ubisoft titles might be on sale across the board. And EA for the next couple, <laughs> um, like two more EA days or another as day. Well. Yeah, the Ubisoft ones are on sale until like March seventh or 9th and I was like, oh, okay, dope. Yeah, yeah Tech bought uh, Titanfall two for five bucks. Yeah, I bought Anthem for eight dollars. Yeah, uh, and uh, I want to, I want to, I want to diddle it a little bit before they change it. You know, so, so I can, so I can, so I can really, <laughs> so I can really recognize what changes. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. Tech, have you not played Titanfall two at all? No, um, played yeah. a lot of Titanfall one, but kind of was focused on something else when Titanfall two came out. Yeah, um, women. No, probably Battlefield one because <laughs> Titanfall was <laughs> Titanfall instead of women. Titanfall was wedged between Battlefield and Call of Duty, yeah. uh, which is why it kind of got overlooked. Yo, that game's campaign's one of the best first-person shooter campaigns I've played in a in a minute. Yep, it's very good. It's real good. And the multiplayer is insane. With my Apex Legends obsession, I'm excited to go back because everything is like going to be lore for me. So I'm right. excited to play it. Yeah, that's true. Who that's knows true. what they, Who knows what kind of details they've got hidden in those other games? You know. Yeah, I mean, sure. yeah, sure. Um, we also know PlayStation Plus's games of the month for March. Um, if you have PlayStation Plus, you're getting again a Sonic game, Sonic Forces, which is not nearly as good as Sonic Generations. And Shadow of the Colossus, which is fucking dope. What, so if you haven't that, played Shadow of the that's Colossus, that's Games of the Plus. Huh? What'd you say it was? How Shadow PlayStation of, Plus? Games of nice. PlayStation Plus. I might Shadow sign of the Colossus just, and Sonic Forces. I might turn that back on just for Shadow of the Colossus. I have that on all the time. I like I it, it renews it on Christmas while. Day. Yeah, <laughs> actually, um, but uh, I keep it because if you don't have PlayStation Plus. PlayStation doesn't cloud save automatically. Right. And I have two systems in my house, and I play between them. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm going to have those cloud saves, i got to have Plus, which is <coughs> fucking dumb, because Xbox is just like, 
hold up, we'll get your info from that other place real quick. Right. Um, also, if you don't have PlayStation Plus and your system dies, you lose everything. Mm. And if you have Xbox, if you have an Xbox, it saves to the cloud automatically. So if your system dies, you just get a new one and it re-downloads right. and it saves. Mm-hmm. Smart. It's so smart. Um, speaking of Xbox and their differences with PlayStation, the Series X has given us a bunch of more... Wow, I stumbled through that. Has given us a bunch more news about what the system's going to contain. Um, did you guys see this post a couple days ago? Yeah, I didn't ever dig up any real statistics or anything. All I saw was teraflops. I still don't know what that is. Tw- uh, 12 teraflops. <laughs> 12 teraflops. <laughs> <coughs> I actually didn't think this article was needed. Like, Xbox Series X allows backwards compatible accessories. I <coughs> assume that would happen if the controllers are going to work. Yeah, Everything else should sync up just the same. Wireless headsets, everything like that. It should all be... You would, you would, ass, you would assume that they're going to do that. And saying uh, that, you know, you can keep your old system because the games are backwards compatible too, so... Did, well, did you see Cyberpunk announcing forward compatibility? Yeah. So if you buy the yeah. game for Xbox One, uh, and you upgrade to the Series X, you it you it's the same game. It upgrades to X for you, so you don't have to buy the game again. Yeah, that's like yeah, that's yeah. incredible forward compatibility. That's the first ever, I think. That's awesome. That is awesome. So yeah, that's, that's called just, smart delivery. That's the biggest news I think out of the whole day. Um, smart delivery is is Xbox Microsoft. Microsoft says it will help consumers know. They're always getting the correct version of their favorite games for whatever Xbox console they're playing on. Um, essentially, if you... They say right now if you purchase Gears 5, you have access to the game on Xbox One and PC. Smart delivery will extend that sort of access across console generations. It also eases the frustration among consumers who are trying to navigate the transition that's on the horizon. So yeah, if you buy Cyberpunk on the Xbox One, you have Cyberpunk on the Xbox One Series X. Which, Which should be automatic, you know. That's something yeah. like you've been had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember Vice's headline was like, "Xbox finally includes feature." Uh, it's the Vice headline was very funny. It basically calling people out for buying the same game over and over and over again when we don't need to. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I think the most of this. I think I agree with Ryan. Most of this was like, yeah, like, yeah. I, I figured this stuff, but PlayStation's been extremely quiet. Yeah, and they so have. Xbox being like, all right, here's more details. Um, and, and PlayStation not responding with anything. <laughs> They're trying to look at the like cheat sheet so they know what to do. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It feels like PlayStation's <laughs> like, oh, shit, we need, to, we need to do that. We need to do that real quick. Yeah. Hurry, somebody, go do that. I, I, I hope Xbox keeps one thing under wraps so when PlayStation puts their stuff out, Xbox is like... Bam! Kept this one. To you, to you showed me everything you got, and we have this extra thing. Yeah. The Vice headline was Cyberpunk 2077 and how we all got conned into endlessly rebuying games. <laughs> and then the subtitle, the subtitle <clears throat> is Going Forward, Microsoft only wants you to buy one copy of a video game, which is how it should have been all along. Mm-hmm. So the 12 teraflops is twice what an Xbox One is and eight times what the original Xbox was. Uh, a teraflop, unlike gigahertz, measures uh, gigahertz measures the processor speed. So when you go buy a processor, you're buying a processor for your computer, and you're getting you know a three point whatever gigahertz. 
That's the processor speed. A teraflop is direct mathematical measurement of a computer's performance. Specifically, a teraflop refers to the compatibility of a processor to calculate one trillion floating point operations per second. Saying something has six teraflops, for example, means that a processor setup is capable of handling six trillion floating point calculations for every second, on average. So 12 teraflops is 12 million floating point calculations. Ooh. Uh, Apple's 16-inch MacBook Pro tops out at four teraflops while the redesigned MacBook Pro can reach up to 56 teraflops of power. (laughs) So, it's stronger than a laptop, but way slower than a computer. (laughs) But, you know, whatever. I mean, there's no way way to to make it equal. No, but it's also not running an operating system either. That's true. So, uh, it doesn't have to backlog a a Chrome. (laughs) I don't have to fight Chrome and Windows OS. (laughs) So. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I didn't know what teraflops... I don't think anybody... Not not anybody. I don't think most people knew what teraflops meant. Now but four hearing that do. number over and over... Yeah, now four plus three, whoever's watching. Unless <laughs> all of y'all are watching the stream and then it's just an echo chamber. That's fine. Um, <laughs> most people don't know what teraflops are. So now I do know, and that's, I mean, that's good. I appreciate that bit of knowledge. We've got like three Smurf facts so far this episode. Yeah. Not even to the Smurf facts section. You're so the, the bar is pretty high. <clears throat> um, what next? <coughs> um, well, I'll do this. Well, I guess there's two. There's two um, that can lead into our topic. So the first one is the rumor that Marvel is tabling the thought of buying DC from Warner Brothers. Uh, tabling typically means. Uh, like putting it away. Not yep, do you're it. right. You're right. Marvel is, <laughs> Marvel is bringing it to the table. To the table. Brought it to the table. <laughs> yes. Yes. Marvel is considering um, buying DC Comics from. Uh, do, do we have any other sources besides? Was it uh, the one that you mentioned that the comic book whatever that one link, <laughs> which um, I don't see. trust. I'm trying to see if there's a couple more. I'll, I'll just say that if that's true, that's a terrible idea. Why? I need it to be separate. Well, <laughs> why Why do you think they wouldn't be separate? I mean, I don't know. I just don't like when uh, one company controls a lot. Like, you know, like people complain about Disney con- controlling so many companies. I just wouldn't want that. I don't know. I always view them as competition. I have always fought Disney owning everything because so far they have a great track record. But... You know, like, all the movies they make are pretty great so far. I mean, you might dislike Star Wars, but it's not shit, right? So, like, uh, but, I, yeah, I don't want I don't want Marvel, I don't want Disney to own Marvel and DC. That's so icky yeah, to me. Uh, that's so much. weird to me. That's Monopoly's type. Like, and I, yeah. I understand, like, they can't compete. Like, how the fuck do you compete with Disney, right? If Disney owns Marvel, how does DC hold it? How do you hold a candle to that? That unlimited money. How is DC ever going to keep it's, up? It's literally so, David versus so, life at this point. So how is DC ever going to keep up if they stay separate? Right. Wouldn't it then make sense for them to join? <laughs> just be part of the symbiote. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. It just doesn't seem like that's a like uh like it would be good for DC. I don't think it would be. I think like see them the way being I unique, see it. Yeah. Them being different. <laughs> I mean, that's what I like about DC movies. I like DC movies. I'm that oddball man that just I liked Batman versus Superman. <clears throat> See the way the way I see it is like Xbox buying up studios. 
All the studios don't become. What if, what if Microsoft bought Sony PlayStation? That would not, you know, like that wouldn't make sense to you. Can you imagine not having to, to split between two consoles and all games to. coming to one place, mm. and not having to worry about cross-platform because it's just a platform? <coughs> I, like, I like Sony for different reasons. Like what? Like, I like I like PlayStation Four for different reasons. I like the interface. I like the controller. I like the fact that it's different. I like the fact yeah. that I have both. Sure. And I, but I don't see why, like, having, why, like, if, if Xbox bought, uh, fucking Ninja Theory and they bought Obsidian, right? They both like making RPGs. Their RPGs are not going to start looking the same. They allow them to have autonomy while having the funding to do what they'd like to do that they couldn't do on their own. And that's very much what happened with Disney and Marvel. Marvel was kind of floundering and not making very good movies and loaning their properties out to people, and they're still uh, trying counter- to get those properties back. Counterpoint, Kevin Feige, <laughs> who did so well with the MCU, is now in charge of the Marvel Comics division. Yep. So, <laughs> I wouldn't call that autonomous. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, they could just put him in charge of DC as right. soon as it comes over and now it's the same <laughs> right. it's and the I'm same not view saying they should do that i'm saying if they're smart if this did happen they would let someone else mm. run dc and let them run each other independently and if they wanted to work together on like a marvel versus dc fighting game which netherrealm has a, has has uh why am i having such a hard time coming up with the word i'm trying to say cuz you uh, sound sick they've expressed <laughs> they've expressed interest netherrealm the guys who make mortal kombat and injustice are like yo let us make Marvel versus DC. Uh, why? I don't know, man. It feels it feels like it would be dope to me if you had just a parent company that's like, here, y'all have money and can run yourselves, and like, that's not how it usually <laughs> build up your up. own Kevin Feige. But but Disney isn't running Marvel the way people feared they were. Disney bought Marvel, and Marvel was allowed to run themselves with the with like. I think we're still early in that transition. Uh, oh, to be honest, are we saying that Disney doesn't have a say in it? Because they do. No, I'm not saying that. I still think we're early in that process, Caleb. To be honest, to I, I think it's still whatever. I bet whatever. If if Disney made any changes, I think we haven't seen them yet. It's been ten years. I mean, mean Avengers, the first Avengers. Super it's been colorful. like it's been like fourteen years since super. Marvel was bought by Disney. Really? It's been uh, ten years. Ten years, huh. eleven. Never mind. If I if my memory serves correctly, yeah, two thousand August thirty first, two thousand nine, for four point two four billion dollars. My memory serves me correctly. So what? Yeah. If, what if Microsoft bought Apple? Like that's how this view, this seems to me. Like like two com- com- competitors. I don't want one to buy the other. Like I don't. I want it to be competition. Yeah, you lose a lot when there's no competition. Zing in the chat says, as long as Marvel keeps making over a billion dollars per movie, Disney's not going to get in the way. Right. Can you imagine, though, I, the reason I'm, I'm fantasizing about this is, like, DC getting enough funding to put together a, a, a universe and to, like, Do you have think the freedom... The, it's, money's not a problem. Do you think money's a problem right now for it's DC? Not. Y'all, have you read any of the issues that Warner's going through right now with Disney? They're actively shearing people and canceling projects. Because AT&T doesn't want to keep funding DC because it's too expensive for them. So yes, literally, I do believe it's money. So the budget for Justice League was $300 million and it made 657 
No, that's the movie, not the books. I know the comic industry is expensive. I get that. But Justice League only made twice of what it was funded with. How much money? In no no universe is six hundred fifty-seven million box office a bad statistic. That's an amazing number. That's not a flop. (laughs) Fifty percent return is not a flop. But it's not fifty percent. It's two hundred percent. It's not the net. It's not the net. What you see that it earned is not what the movie made back to the people who made it. Because you have to pay stars and you have to pay the cast and the crew and you have to like that's that's not just how that stuff pays out. So that's out. not you in the three hundred million. You need to make like two or three times. You need to make like three or four times more than the movie was funded at to be. Considered what is two like times? <laughs> it is two times. It's not three times, but it you is have two to make times. more than double the budget for it to for the movie to break even because you have to think about marketing and licensing and the fees they have to pay to the places that they do it. Like a movie has to more than double its funding to break even. So six hundred and fifty-seven million is not great. And if if an if an Avengers movie came 657. out, six hundred fifty-seven. That's what I said. Six hundred fifty-seven oh. million. And if an Avengers movie came out and made that little, people would be losing their fucking minds. Endgame came out and made six billion dollars. So like, yeah, six hundred fifty-seven sounds like a flop to me, y'all. Uh, the top the top twenty-five all made over a billion. <laughs> this is more than more than a halfway to a billion. Did, no? did you say? Did you say Endgame made that much? You're talking about a. You're talking about Endgame, which is the the final movie of a ten year spree of having great movies. Three movies. That yeah. better that better make that much money. You're talking, and then we're talking about Justice League that has like a two or three movie buildup, and I haven't seen it, but I've heard it was terrible. No. So I mean, it wasn't. Here's the thing, though. It's here's fine. the thing, though. Even if uh, the movie you quoted only made fifty percent profit, the other movies like Wonder Woman is going to make up for that, and they're going to take that money to make more movies. So, like, you can't even think of it as one movie. Kind of have to think of it as the whole thing. Damn, That's the first the Avengers the made one point five billion. <laughs> yeah, ahead, but Tech. I don't think I don't. What was Tech saying about the music industry though? What? Well, it's, it's the same thing with the music industry. Like, you don't like. You won't just consider like uh, one project, but you can consider <laughs> all the projects. So, Jay Z's second album, probably funded, not like whoever else is on Def Jam's projects. You know what I'm saying? Right. Kind of works the same way with movies, and they had successful movies. They, uh, Aquaman, made 1.1 billion worldwide. Damn. So. Yeah. And this is with only a 160 million dollar budget. So. They don't need. I don't think they need to get bought out. Especially by but I mean, comics. I mean, comic. We're talking about movies. We're not really staying on topic per se. Comics is a fucking tricky business that revolves around paying people as little as possible, and you're selling four dollar floppy issues. You're selling a five dollar product. You know, like it, what what other thing in your life do you get to enjoy at five dollars a piece? A single Netflix. episode of a, t- a TV show. Uh, right? You buy a single episode off Apple or Amazon for $5. But like $5 for a comic book is crazy. And that's that's all DC has to go on unless you count trade sales, which are 10 15 20 bucks if you wait for the, the graphic novel to come out, right? Yeah. So that's tricky as shit. An entire industry trying to stay afloat on $4 and $5 single issues. That sounds daunting as hell. 
Especially when who the fuck goes to a comic shop anymore, right? You just, you just wait for the movie to come out, or you wait for the trade. <laughs> so, yeah, even uh, with the comic books, I mean, I can see how it makes sense with the comic books. You know, like they know, like, but how good is Marvel doing on comics? Like, is that? Do you guys know? Are they? Uh, really? I researched researched it lately. It took a dip a few years back, but it is still climbing. It's not a fucking glamorous statistic. Uh, you know, I don't want to hold things up by me trying to find this shit. But <clears throat> I'm what I'm finding is that a movie movie studios generally take <clears throat> about fifty to fifty five percent of the box office. So if a movie makes six hundred and fifty seven million, the studio made three hundred and twenty three. <coughs> okay. So. If you make a movie and you break even on it, that's not a success. Oh, okay. But they didn't. Yeah, they they didn't break even. They doubled it. No, they didn't. No, The Incredible Hulk only made $263 million. (laughs) That might have been a a flop. (laughs) Yeah, that's... Yeah, that was Universal too, right? Total box office sales for all MCU is $10.9 billion. Yikes. Yeah, that's insane. You said but, the total uh, box office for the MCU? Total box office over 10 billion. Is that US or, or international? Or worldwide, yeah. Yeah. Because I think the total for DC is $5.4 billion. That's not nothing. That's not nothing. That's, not, that's billions, guys. That's big numbers. Yeah. I don't know, man. It just it feels... I'm worried for DC because AT&T is talking about shearing a lot of it. Fun fact, I didn't know AT&T was... Funding. I didn't. didn't <laughs> yeah, so AT&T <laughs> and Time Warner are like together, and the Warner Brothers is Time Warner, and Warner Brothers manages DC. So that sounds like some of the problem. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Um, as much as AT&T charges for for internet, I mean, they should be doing fine. They should fund everything. Right. <laughs> you want five gigs, sixty dollars. Wait, what? Or five megabytes download speed, sixty dollars? Like, no, no, thank you. <laughs> they used to do that for a while. Wonder what the cost of sustaining their own internet is, though. You know, I would just want see. Uh, Almighty Zing says, "Got to go down that parent company rabbit hole." I don't mind them having a parent company. I just don't want it to be the direct competition. Yeah, like, and that's my problem. Yeah, that's weird. It's weird. Like I, it's you. You want the competition of you don't know what that what they're gonna make next. And then and Disney's just like, well, I know what we're making because we have both. Like, <laughs> yeah. we, like yeah, uh, yeah sure, we want to sure. we, we want to drop the bomb on Marvel and be like, this is what we got. And what and like, what if <laughs> what if Marvel buys DC and tanks DC because that is their competition, right? Well, they they wouldn't do that. Well, why would you buy well, something and then make it well, fail? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's a bad companies investment. do that. Companies 100% do that. Uh, yeah, yeah, but not not in that market. I don't think they would do it just like the comic book market would like. They they would need just, that. Just, just kill like, Batman yeah. franchise. <laughs> right, <laughs> done. <laughs> Don't you think the DC movie, the Marvel movie, Captain America to- comes in and breaks <laughs> Batman's back, throws yeah. him down a well, and that's the end of the movie? <laughs> Don't you think Marvel could stand to benefit from DC doing better? No, I don't know. I don't think they care. Competition breeds success, right? Like, if DC starts putting together movies that are doing well and are doing things that Disney's not, Marvel's not, then Marvel has to step up their game. Right now, Marvel's setting the pace, and DC's trying to catch up. 
I mean, I'm sure Marvel's happy about that, and DC's unhappy about that. So why would Marvel be happy that they start winning? I think at this point, DC can't catch up. It would I take think- it would take a monster of a movie to to gain ten steps. I mean, Aquaman, is, still, Aquaman is pretty big. They, I think they'd be ten steps behind still. Aquaman is pretty big. If they doubled down on their on their universe and made and stuck with the, their decisions, then I think they would have a chance. Understanding that they're still in what year four or five of making movies and Marvel's ten, eleven. So it's not it's not their their <laughs> chapters is way earlier than Marvel's. And if they double down and made and start making decisions with that connected universe in mind, I feel like they would have winning movies. They should not be switching out Batman. They should not be switching out Joker. So on. Yeah. And right. then, and then using Harley Quinn, uh, Margot Robbie is just doubling. It's just uh, money grabs. They're just doing money grabs. It, Wonder Woman movies is a money grab to me because you're not dedicated to your fan to your universe. So is is is. Uh, was it Gal Gadot? Is she going to meet Robert Pattinson's Batman? Is that what's... Where he's going to act like Ben Affleck didn't exist? exist? You know? Right. Yeah. That like, I would I would love if they were just like, yeah. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. Ben Affleck's Batman didn't exist. We're moving on from here. Because, like, they have to. They can't go back in time and get Ben Affleck back. He's already said, fuck this ship. I'm sailing away. Like, you can't go backwards. Yeah. They, they need they definitely desperately need a Kevin Faggy, you know they desperately need someone to just reel it all in and, and set it in motion set it in stone and come up with a 10 year plan because even if Marvel didn't do a 10 year plan they make it look like they did <coughs> well yeah. I tried I'm researching so, I read in, some statistics on Marvel vs. DC Comics it's <laughs> fucking nebulous as far as like the comics industry and who's worth what and what the business spends to stay afloat and all that, it's a deep dive. I don't know. It's hard to find. I found one link with some shady statistics that said their companies are roughly the same value, but I, I don't believe that. But like the comic side of it. But anyway, so it's it's nebulous. It's hard to know. It's hard to search Marvel vs. DC without finding a bunch of neck bearded mouth breathers comparing movies so you know that's yeah. the whole internet yeah. right now so former DC artist uh, Ethan Van Skiver, Skiver um, said this about the current state of DC right now and this is I think important actually because it's kind of worrisome so like uh, Dan Didio Dan Didio I don't know how you pronounce his Didio. last name Didio yeah, got he just fired left. this week I uh, thought he left it's hard to tell. Interesting. Uh, it's widely reported that Didio was fired <coughs> by AT&T as part of a large-scale restructuring, and it's believed that the corporation decided to let Didio go over concerns surrounding his Generation 5 relaunch event. Um, so Ethan Van Skiver said, I was talking to some of the higher-ups at DC Comics who said that if 5G, Generation 5, doesn't work out, AT&T is strongly considering closing the publishing arm of DC Comics. Wow. That's heavy. Like, what? Like, what does that mean? The next sentence after that is, so this is ball game. Well, I also believe that if... Share the link for that. I don't know. 
They'd have. They wouldn't. There's no way they could. And you can't just did, stop making Batman comics. Yeah, and if they did, someone would would try to buy them out of it. Step in and yeah, give, like Disney. right. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> an additional rumor states that if AT and T does close down DC Comics, then they could put it up for sale. Maybe even yeah, offering it to other studios. To what happened out. to Marvel a long time ago? Somebody yeah, scooped them up. They went bankrupt. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah. I think Disney would overpay just to get it if they need, if they wanted to. If they, if they wanted to be able to have both, if they were selling it for, I'm just going to throw a number. Like, if they were selling it for a billion dollars, Disney would be like, here's $3 billion, just let me have it. So I'm not trying to fight people for this. Right. Let me take it over. Yeah, that's the like the, we all talked about that earlier. This is the reason why Sony owned Spider Man and Fox had X Men and Universal has Hulk, is because Marvel was dying like this once, yeah. And we're still dealing with it now. We can't have a full Marvel universe with a Hulk movie, and we're fighting over Spider Man staying in the <laughs> MCU, all because Marvel had to do this. And I don't want to see DC fall down that route. So if you don't want Marvel to pick them up, like who could? that you have confidence in their ability to allow the people that are a part of it to maintain their creativity. Brian Michael Bendis was still largely responsible for Spider-Man coming to light the way he did in the MCU, and he was thanked in both of the films. Because Brian Michael Bendis was a big contributor to Spider-Man's storyline during the Mm -hmm. time that he was uh, being made into the movies. Do we have to have a connected universe? Could they not do sell the licenses to the DC characters and have one-off movies. Like, do we have to have it? We're having one-off movies now, and y'all been complaining about it. Because they tried. But they're not anymore, and y'all still complaining. Because they Stop still changing out ha- Joker. What, who's this Batman? Am I supposed to... Is, it, is he going to be Gal Gadot? Like, no, maybe they're standalone. Okay, but then... That, but they seem like they're trying to do a connected universe. Even with the Bird Does of Prey. Does it still feel like they're trying? trying yes. I, have you seen Bird of Prey? No. Yeah, they're still trying. They're still talking about these other characters. But, I mean, they're in the same universe, so, like, how do you have a Joker movie without mentioning Batman? You might not be mentioning Ben Affleck, <laughs> but you Joker have to mention Batman. It's Joker. Joker didn't. It exactly. did, actually. He went to Wayne Manor. He doesn't mention Batman. But, he come on, he went to... He, he smushed little Wayne's face through the gate. Like, he interacted with Bruce. Spoiler. Yeah, yeah. So, like, okay, so, okay, so, I mean, come on. You got to. So Birds of Prey might have mentioned Gotham City or something in the background, or, or Bruce Wayne. Like it's gonna, it's this, it's it's that universe. It's just the not Netflix, the Netflix but, Marvel shows. It's just not the Zack Snyder verse. Yeah, there there is a there's a, a, a post credit scene that alludes to more, uh, you know, of the universe being connected at in the end of Bird of Prey. Mm-hmm. Why are you doing that? Stop pump faking a universe. What if at the end of Wonder Woman eighty four? That she goes to Gotham and meets another kid, Bruce, and in this Batman movie we're getting, which takes place in the fucking nineties, he remembers meeting fucking Wonder Woman. What if this is them starting over? What if Joker's like, "There's little kid Bruce," and Wonder Woman's like, "Here's fucking Bruce's parents getting killed." Yeah. And then. <coughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I feel well. You think they'd be able to keep that secret if that's what they're really trying to do? I doubt it. I I just kind of feel like DC movies are like the X Men movies to me. <laughs> like there's all. Man, I place. remember when Days of Future Past came out, and I was like, 
I'm not days of Future Past. First class. First class came out, and I was like, yo, X-Men got their shit together. Yeah. It's going to be good. Yeah. That that created some groundswell. People really liked that movie. And Days of Future Past wasn't bad either. That felt really yeah. good. They definitely got better. Yeah. As far as, like, what they were trying to do. And then they Bishop, had Apocalypse, and everyone was like... <laughs> Bishop was so cold. It was... Man. That shit was great. But yeah, Apocalypse is poopy. It wasn't awful, actually. But it, it wasn't it wasn't great. But it didn't deserve the shit that it got. Yeah, it wasn't trash. Like it wasn't just, at all. It, it was, everyone just called it trash. It wasn't trash. Yeah, trash next. No, it wasn't. Come on. <laughs> Fucking God. people, dude. Fucking people, dude. They're the worst. And, like, hey, the Phoenix movie was pretty good. It was? That one I didn't catch. Oh, you got serious. Right. That was like, it was the final one, but it was right. really good. It was. Right. I thought it was really good. All right. Wait, wait, hold on. I know you were not say. calling you out, but have you seen it twice? Yeah, I bought it. Okay, all right. Because your Hellboy opinion changed on your second viewing. So. It did, oh, it did. <laughs> but I bought Hellboy on sale, so. Right. Wait, you watched Hellboy again recently? Yeah, I bought it. It was like nine bucks. Is 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 bad? Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad. It's bad. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. bad. It's bad. That sucks. Oh, I still haven't seen it. I want to, and I like David Harbour, but mm. Mm. no, I was, I was, I was watching it. Something struck me really wrong, and I tweeted about it. And then thirty seconds later, I was like, "Oh, that's worth a tweet too." And I just live tweeted the rest of the movie. <laughs> I, I was fucking floored by all the weird decisions it was making, the funky ass script, the editing. Oh man, it just tore it just tore me up. I it couldn't. Sucked. It sucked because it has such good actors in it, and yep. the graphics yeah. of the movie actual like visual. Oh, the effects are was beautiful. Amazing. Yep. It had it had Mia Jovovich in it, didn't it? Yep. Yeah. She's yep. great. Yeah. The opening moments were solid. The, the dude who plays Hellboy's father, I forget his name. Amazing. Ian McShane. Yeah. Yep. Amazing. Yeah, I think David Arbor did great. It just it was just wasn't a bad movie. Yeah. And uh, if it was Arbor, Harbor would have been great in an Del Toro movie. Or who, whoever else, but that yeah. just this movie wasn't it. <laughs> Hold on, I think was it 2018, right? Hellboy, 2019. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, I want to look up who wrote it because it made a lot of sense when you find out who wrote it. And I hate to be that guy, but I am that guy. So here we go. Uh, come on, <laughs> damn it! See, where's the crew? Where's the crew? Who wrote this masterpiece? Sorry, this is uh, dead. Okay, hold on. Got to go faster than that, dude. I, where is it? I feel like an idiot. Screenplay he's a, by. He's a Andrew oh, there we go. Crosby. Sorry, yes, Andrew Crosby. Check uh, <laughs> had it pulled up, still waiting on him. Yeah. <laughs> you ready yet? You ready yet? So he wrote some episodes. He wrote seventy-seven episodes of Eureka. Yeah, the TV show word. Eureka, and a show called uh, Haunted, and that's it. I mean, he's worked, he's worked at Malibu Comics, Dark Horse Comics, Strange Com- Stranger Comics. Um, so he has some writing experience, and that's what he was there for to write. So I wish so I could was break down. It was shit. I wish I could address adequately Ben's immediate conflation with like I, I don't know anything you've written, and you are un- a bad writer. I hate it. I hate it. I don't, I don't know how to. I don't know how to give you facts that like <coughs> you you're. Ben's like go to with a movie being bad is like oh my writer must have been bad what has he made oh something I hated it's bad that's why because he's a bad writer and I don't think that's the case no I don't be. think that's the case because if you look at and I'm pulling some stuff up now there are movies that are good that were written by people that didn't do shit before 
And like, I don't think that your last movie is a pure indication, or your the shows that you've done. Everyone so, starts somewhere, and very few people start in good places. They so start you, in the shit so you, shows. All right, so uh, uh, Endgame 3 is being directed by Yu Bowl. Okay. Do you know who that is? Yeah, I know who Yu Bowl is. And how you feel about that? <laughs> That's a director. Uh-huh. He's got a lot more power than a writer. Uh-huh. You okay with that fact? I have no idea who that is. What? This feels strangely non sequitur. He's a he's a uh, widely accepted, classically awful director. <laughs> Everything he's done is bad. But you're saying because his track record's bad, it's no indication of his future. No, it's not even the track record that's bad that you're pointing out. It's 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 either it's either something you didn't like or it's something you don't know. You did it a second ago when you were talking about. Um, Help me out, guys. He was talking about something earlier, and he was like, well, who, the, the Borderlands movie. He was yeah, like, I don't know, this guy doesn't written anything, so that's going to be great. And then find out he made Chernobyl, and you're like, <laughs> I mean, oh, I actually... Like, you're, being, you're being a reductionist to, to a degree. I don't mind it being, like, his first thing. Obviously, you know, that's that's where uh, the District 9 guy started, right? That was his first thing, too. So, came out the gate blazing, right? But uh, there was another movie besides Hellboy I looked up recently, and... Uh, uh, that the direct the guy that wrote it had actually had nothing but shite before it, and uh, and it made sense that you know I'll I'll try to remember what that was, but um, yeah. Anyway, so there I I think if you look at a movie and you look who's making it, you look who's writing it, you have a good indication of what's coming. I think that happens with writers that have established themselves. With writers who have not, you cannot know what's coming. All right, well, the writer for Hellboy just established himself, so he's well on his way. <laughs> sure. Right? Sure. So, so far, we're one for one. Let's let's move on, I guess. <laughs> um, the other thing that uh, we wanted to talk about was Marvel's announcement of the High Order era and how they are, that is the next phase, that is Star Wars Phase 2 for Disney. Marvel announced that? Disney. Sorry. Okay. Fuck, Ryan. <laughs> go, move on. Well, I mean, they, they might make comics of it, but go ahead. But Disney's, yeah, they actually are yeah. going to. Yeah, it's multimedia. Um, yeah. Yeah. So Disney is... Oh, yeah, there is Marvel right here. Yeah. 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 The yeah Disney's making, moving forward, by moving backwards, in the Star Wars timeline. Uh, so they said 200 years before any of the movies. Yeah, and it's What's it's one big think it's one this? big canon. So it's like they're expanding the universe. It's a man canon, and they're and it's it's all yeah, it's all canon, and they're they're letting multiple media's uh, tell the story. So you got novels. That looks like I scrolled down. There's some books from IDW. There's uh, some long form novels. Uh, this looks like a kids illustrated one. Uh, as well, and then uh, there's a Marvel one. So they're talking about the Jedi Council being in their prime, and there's this new super team of uh, villains called the Nile or something like that. N a n i h l. Yeah, Neil. Yeah, and they're uh, this that and so the the crux for the new meeting. They all met at Skywalker Ranch and had this big lore meeting for this expanded unit or this new universe, and they the the 
the quotations for the meeting is what could scare the Jedi. So what could scare the Jedi in their prime? This is when the Jedi Council was just the be-all, end-all, oh, right? The, the Knights of Ren, yes. they were so good. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I, I don't want to sidetrack this. I'm going to real quick, though. Uh-huh. The guy who co-wrote Endgame started with the Chronicles of Narnia movies. <laughs> mm-hmm. Those movies are not good at all. The first one wasn't that bad. The first yeah, one wasn't yeah. bad. Two and three are bad. Objectively. I never, I never two and three are objectively bad. And then his next movie was Captain America. Hmm. What right. you did before isn't directly in, in, in indicative of what you will make. Well, it's, you, it's you, not you a guarantee. Have flops, but when you come out swinging and you're missing, then you have a problem. Sure. But he came out and swung three times and was kind of successful once. And then... Bro, Endgame. So. Well, back Just, to the Star Wars. Sorry, back, ex- to Star, back to the I'm Star excited. Wars. I'm excited for it because for me, the most interesting thing about Star Wars is the Force and the Jedi. And this seems to me like this is going to be a big payoff for people who, who are into that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I know a lot of people that are only interested in Star Wars when the lightsabers come out. Yeah. Yep. I mean, that's kind of. I mean, that's the big draw to me. That's yeah. always been the lightsaber fights, the the force, and as a kid watching it or a teenager watching it, because that's when I first started as a teenager, was wanting to have the force, wanting to use the force. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like this. Yeah. I, to this day, if I go into a, a a grocery store with the doors that open automatically, I'll, I'll put my hand out a little bit. <laughs> to this day, I'll, I'll do a quick little wave. So, yeah, I'm excited for it. I think it's gonna be awesome. And it's going to give them the opportunity to, talk, <coughs> you know, maybe make some more movies that way, that, that go that way, and explore more into it. Because after Skywalker's, what's left, right? Yeah. Like, after the Skywalker sagas, now that we know that it's over, what's next? Let's ramp up the Jedi. Let's ramp up the Force. Let's ramp up the Sith and, and really make a huge enough universe that you can keep the, the story going for another 40 years. Yeah. Yeah. And don't 100%. center it around a family. Yeah, please don't. Yeah, center center it around. Uh, you can center do the um, uh, do the fucking Avengers thing, and I know that I don't want them to actually do that. But center it around a team that can change and has interchangeable members, and who has members who go off and do shit on their own, um, or die. There's a fucking Wookiee with a lightsaber in some of the art. Yeah, I want to know all about that motherfucker. Let's go. I mean, I so, think that's why the Mandalorian is so successful because it is giving us more chapters yeah. on this on this existing characters. You yeah. know, it's giving us more backstory, more detail. Like you say, the Mandalorian, you think of one person now, despite the fact that it's actually a group of people. Yeah, and he's not actually from Mandalore, even. Yeah, he's a Mandalorian, but he's not. He was adopted. Yeah, which is dope. Like it's super dope. Super dope. So I guess the because not all of us have the same level of Star Wars knowledge. I know Ben's read some books. Tech, have read you read books. any of the Star Wars mm-hmm. books? I've read books. Okay, um, I read some of the like Jedi Apprentice books in middle school, and then largely let them go and haven't read any Star Wars shit since then uh, and Ryan I don't know if you've read any Star Wars books so without getting into a dick swinging contest to how much we know about Star Wars lore we've all seen all the Star Wars movies mm-hmm. what movie haven't we seen that we want to see that we might get to see now well let me let me preface that that by telling you what's coming and then maybe that'll help us speculate sure perhaps so we know Ryan Johnson's getting his own trilogy. Do we know that for sure still? Yeah. This is uh, on GamesRadar.com two days ago. 
Ryan Johnson right. is still getting an unannounced trilogy uh, that he says, quote, new characters from a corner of the galaxy that Star Wars lore has never been explored. Okay. Love it. Uh, and then they gave Kevin Feige a movie as well. Uh, we oh, are, that's right. They did. Yeah. Um, but we don't know anything about it. And then just announced a couple days ago is the Jay Dillard Star Wars movie on Exegol about the Sith. You see that? There's a whole yeah. movie. A whole movie supposed yeah. to take place. Yeah, I saw that. About the Sith. Yeah. Which I is wonder if that, well, this would be part of the High Order. Like if they'll go 200 years back and be like, "What are the Jedi afraid of?" Here's a movie. Yeah. About all bad guys. Can Disney do that? Could Disney make a Sith movie? Uh, they just made two Thanos movies. Yeah, they can do. It. I think they can. Yeah. Yeah, but there's they heroes kids, they, in the they Thanos movies. They had kids movies. crying at the end of Infinity War. <laughs> kids, yeah, because fucking crying. people got dusted. Hey, I cried <laughs> at Toy Story three. So I definitely cried. Disney, at Toy Story three. <laughs> Disney can make you cry. Me, yeah, they can. Dude. They can. They can get you. They yeah. can get your heart. Y'all, I was going to college when Toy Story three came out, and I saw it in a theater with my mom. And the movie's about Andy growing up and going to college and giving his toys away. Right. <laughs> and, like, it was the worst. My mom was sobbing. I was... Man. Man. Yeah. There's a moment in that movie where they're in a trash can. <coughs> and, and they, you think and they, they're all going to die. They held yeah. hands. They hold hands. That's, that's the moment I lost it. I just lost it. I was it. like, are they going to do this? I looked yes. over. <laughs> I, was, I was with my then-girlfriend and her kids. And I looked over and I seen this dude on a date. He was crying. I was, this is, I was like, yeah, I'm letting this go. I'm letting these real tears go, dude. It's okay. Let's go. Is this three or four? Three. Three. Three, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't yeah, seen yeah. four yet. I haven't seen four. Four is pre- it's on, four's right. It's on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we know what's coming. We know what we've had. We know what we haven't gotten. Now what do we want? That's a good question. I definitely just want... Okay, so as far as Star Wars is concerned... For the most part, the Jedi has been back against the rope, right? Like, yeah. that was kind of the whole point of all the movies, is that the, the Jedi's backs are against the ropes, they're dwindling. I want to see what it's like in a universe where they flourish and then have conflict. Yeah. Yeah. I want, like, Game of Thrones-scale battle of just, like, hundreds of Jedi and hundreds of Sith fighting in a war. And I know that's probably endgame material, we won't get for several years of them building these movies up to some kind of conflict. Um, but it's the High Republic and like, okay, here you go. I This is, I got a question for y'all. What did you guys think about the lightsaber fights in this most recent trilogy? I had no problems with them. I liked I them a it. lot. I, I think they it. felt uh, direct and intentional with not a lot, without a lot of flourish. Um, the last Jedi had the best, I think. Yeah, yeah. Especially when especially they were fighting in Snoke's chamber, oof, like that yeah. was that was some good stuff going on there. Yeah, there's a I'll, I could ruin that for you. There's a video out there that shows uh, fight choreographers and stunt guys critiquing it. <laughs> yeah, I saw I saw that video. There's a lot of like superfluous movements in there that you don't see until they point it out, and then that yeah. sort of kind of ruins yeah. the fight. So if you but don't you want know, that fight yeah, ruined, don't go watch that video. If you if you microanalyze every every movie fight scene, you're going to probably catch those those little mistakes. Except for, except yes, for Chris Evans. however, except for Chris Evans, there are some character. that hold up to all of it. Um, there's some fight scenes that are just fucking flawless with no yeah. problems. 
Some it, people it, get it right. Yep, they do exist. Uh, Winter Soldier comes to mind. Yes. Uh, Ugh, Winter Soldier's fight right. scenes. Um, so I had a problem with them for one reason, and I think it's it's probably going to alienate people, but like I, I grew up with the originals, of course, <coughs> but like the foundational Star Wars movies for me that were like, I really fuck with this were the prequel trilogy because I was 9, 10, 11, 12 yeah. years old mm-hmm. when those movies came out. And those lightsaber fights were fucking bananas. <laughs> and those those fights were fucking crazy. Yeah. Obi-Wan and Anakin fight for 30 full fucking minutes in yeah. the third one. And it's fast and intense and violent and like at the end they're both sweaty fucking heaping dirty yeah. messes. Mm-hmm. I definitely enjoy the third one more than the other, the first two. I and mean the, the fight with Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan Against Whoa. Darth Maul, yep. like Whoa. Darth Maul's kicking him down like layers of like of these small platforms where they could die at any <laughs> second if they fell off. Like they're land, they're stairs. landing hard on the ground and like I don't know the the fighting wasn't the the sword fight was pretty good. I mean it wasn't like fantastic, but you know it's the first time you see a dual lightsaber and him fighting two people like that's insane. Oh, that like and we settle got... where he puts the blade out and goes down and the other one comes out. I was like. Yeah. <laughs> We also got to see Yoda. <coughs> we did. We did. And that was <laughs> bad. <hilarious. laughs> Almighty yeah. Zing saying Yoda bouncing off the walls like right. he's like all nimble bimbly like a little kid. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Higgledy piggledy. But yeah, that that era of Star Wars combat was all about flash and flourish without purpose. And that, like Zing said, who cares? It looks cool. That's that's the that's the prequel combat to me. Who cares? It looks cool. Because there's a scene right after Qui-Gon dies, spoilers, when the shield drops, and then does, does this, like, three-second-long flourish. He's like, woo, 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 crash. And then, like, Marth Maul's just standing there waiting for him to finish. We could have just gone, like, just to, like he did to his master. You know, yeah. there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of flourish for no point. Just because it looks and, of course, sounds cool. But that's all, the, the to me... Now, I recognize the original trilogy's fights were weak, real weak, except when Luke loses weak. it and cuts his dad's hand off. That was great and fun, fucking monumental. But, like, you know, I'm a master of evil, Darth. It's just like, you know, nothing, right? Uh, real, like, classic samurai Kurosawa nod and, and all that, which is what they were going for. And then they went the extreme opposite direction for the prequels, which is just all flourish. And then I think with the modern trilogy they toned it back down gave us the best of both we got the kurosawa nod with luke versus kylo right where they're both just swung maybe three times tops that was fucking epic but then you had the kylo versus ray fights where they're actually sparring and uh i think she's changing stances in that fight too like she she switches it up three or four times uh the 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 fight uh on the wrecked death star in the in the ocean i thought Mm -hmm. was fucking great and it, it was so great that uh, it just looked like Ray just couldn't do anything to win. Kylo just had her from the start. He was so yeah, superior. Yeah, and then that at fight. the end when he fights his Knights of Ren, and he's yeah. like blocking them behind his back, you're like, "Yo, this dude, fucking yeah, he's got he's it. A, he's good." No, <laughs> we needed we needed did, more it, fighting from him before he died. That's because I, Ray trained on a Ren farm. <laughs> there you go. Am I right, Tech? Okay. Ray absolutely trained on a farm. Absolutely did. Right, and Kylo did not. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. So uh, I think the the, co- modern, the modern trilogy is the best the best of both. It's not it's not all flash and flourish. And I it's think not that, like, that's on purpose. It was complete for sure. service to me. 
Yeah, have you seen the scenes <coughs> from like Star Wars: The Old Republic? Have I have I seen it? What are you saying? The cutscenes from Star Wars: The Old Republic. Oh yeah, because those lightsaber fights are fucking incredible. Yeah, they're very good. I've and also the, seen some like very good fan Jedi, movies too. <laughs> they're like a Jedi taking on three Sith. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like pulling one of their lightsabers out of their hands to kill one of them, mm-hmm. and then like, man, that I want that shit. I want. Jedi with two lightsabers fighting people and throwing a lightsaber and then still fighting and then catching it to fight again. Like, but here's a question: I want Kung, I want Jackie Chan level <laughs> lightsaber fights. Right? Can they do that in the universe they established? Can they have someone so OP that we would have heard about him or them or her? You know what I'm saying? Like in in the all the movies that we've gotten so far, like can they can they go that grandiose? With the characters, I, I think, think they could can. have with the prequels because they all ended up dying. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, also right? by the time we get to like a new hope, most people have forgotten about the Jedi. By the time we get to Force Awakens, a lot of people don't believe it was real. Right. Like we're talking like forty year gaps in between each one, and in that time, uh, and you also got to think the galaxy is a huge place. Someone brought this up recently on a podcast where they were like. How could someone not know about Jedi? And then they were like, yo, this is an outer rim world where the Empire wasn't even a thing. Right. So they could have completely missed the Jedi. Right. They have have different histories. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, I think it would be dope if we get to see the High Order of the Jedi doing shit that (laughs) no one ever gets to hear, no one ever knew about in the movies we've seen already. Sure. I want, since you asked, more Sith. Because they're always the boogeyman, and unless you read the books or the comics or play the games, you never see them. I would like to see that expanded. I want to see the uh, like. Why are they? Why are we so afraid of them? Yeah, I want to see the student kills the master. Like, be like explained because I feel like most people don't know that. You know, like your casual movie fans would know that the student of the 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 Sith apprentice always kills the master. Like they always like kind of live their lives leading up to that moment. Yeah. And that's not a that's not a, a common knowledge thing, and it should be. Strike me down, and your path to the dark side will be complete. Strike me down. Dark side. Yeah. So I want more Sith. I want more balance, and not that ends the timeline because the balance in the prequels was okay. Everybody dies now, but like, you know, yeah. I, I don't understand why if the it's Sith. It's the high order of the Jedi. It has to be the high order of the Sith too. <coughs> yeah. That is. Uh, yeah. I just, I just don't understand why. Uh, Yo, what so scares the Jedi Sith. at their strongest? Yeah, is what they're going for with this. And with the art book that came out for Rise of Skywalker, they confirmed that Darth Revan is canon. That's wild. And I, I want just a Sith that just fucking murders Jedi, left and right. Like, they keep sending people at them. And the tech that kind of goes to your OP question. I want to see Jedi fighting like that, but that means that the, the Sith have to be that good, too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I want to see Sith, like, mid-fight, force-choking someone and crushing their fucking throat. And just being like, I don't even got to worry about using my sword on you. I think a lightsaber fight has to be done by the best artists in the comic book industry because that cannot I don't even want to do it like that sounds impossible like I I, I just I don't know 
comics is so interpretational. Like, you know, you're looking at a thing, does it make sense, and what kind of oh, action... Yeah. I'm like talking what? about movies. <laughs> I don't know about comics. Yeah, and but this this thing, the high order, is all novels and comics. So novels easy, obviously. Novels going to be easy, right? But right. Comic books. I don't know. I I can't even visualize how right. you can portray a good lightsaber fight via comic. Now I'm also guilty of not reading many of them because uh, Caleb's dad has read a lot of them, and he says. It's the reason why Vader's is one of his favorite because all the comics make him absolutely terrifying. Like to the people who read the books and the comics, that scene in Rogue One where Vader's terrifying, they're like, "Yeah, we've been reading about this for a long time, guys. This is Vader. Vader's a fucking terrifying force of nature." I want that. Right. That's what I, that's what I want. I want so, to that. Uh, so apparently that that does happen in the in the comics. So maybe we're all just blissfully ignorant. So outside of High Order. Because we're getting movies that aren't going to be in that, I guess. It's hard to tell if the high order phase they're going into applies to their movies, too. I hope it does. I would think so, because the 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 game we just got is canon. So why yes. wouldn't a series that they're creating for books and comics be more canon? That Well, they'll, they'll be canon, but what's I, to I, say I, that they're not going to make movies in they, different eras than right. the high order? Right. They are because they're very strategic with everything they do, right? Mm-hmm. Like sure. they created the child to sell toys and bring people in and to be adorable. Like they're very calculated. They're not, they're not, they're not just going to do this huge rollout on these books and not make it a bigger thing, you know? I yeah. think they're beyond just this cool <coughs> thing over here. Like they're, they're yeah. going for the world entertainment domination. So they're leaking this story out. The reason I bring that up is I want more war stories and less Jedi stories too. Hmm. I want more Rogue Ones. Rogue One like is give good. me a band give me a band of brothers style yeah. movie or show about stormtroopers or not stormtroopers or fuck, yeah, stormtroopers. Let's do it. Or um clone soldiers during the Clone Wars, like going through some shit. Oh yeah, I would love her. Republic Commando movie, Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, yeah. A bunch of guys like a squad of ten, a squad of ten or fifteen at the beginning of the show, and by the end of the show, two or three guys make it out. Yeah, but they did their job or whatever. I think I, I think don't know. I think we're on the way to that. I think like Rogue One success, uh, the conclusion of the S- Skywalker saga. I think it all is going to lead to like the true universe of Star Wars that we're going to get. And I think yeah, now, that, the, now that Skywalker's are out of the way. <laughs> yeah, I think this is the first step of it. Yeah. I think, you yeah. know, this, which is, you know, it makes sense. They're going to test things out and they're going to see what works. But I think we're on our way to these type of movies because Rogue One yeah. is arguably one of my favorite Star Wars movies. They're so good. Fight me on it. Fight. <laughs> Let's go. You know? Ryan, what do you, you want to see? Do you want to see more Jedi or do you want to see, like, bounty hunters and smugglers or, like, what... I don't know. I want to. I want to like, see what builds up to be the first. What do you like mean? the first Jedi or in the first Sith? Like someone oh, finding Metaclorians or whatever. Like the guy discovering the Force and learning it. Yeah, the the one that like the started it all. <coughs> That's awesome. No one. I, like I feel. So it- I don't know. I I, I feel like they, they talk like Luke was so like passionate about like the sacred text and like freaked <laughs> out whenever he was burning. It's like. Who who the fuck wrote those? Like who was well, the funny first that Yoda one made that, fun of like, him because Yoda made fun of him and said, "Did you read them?" He's like, oh, I, "No, you know." <laughs> yeah, that's, that's an I, intimidating task. Whoever has that task to make that, that's intimidating, right? Because right. they have to, like, yeah. that's 
they if they if you fuck that up, dude, you're done. Yeah. <laughs> but but I don't know. I, 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 I feel like that would be the the origin story to I don't know to to start it all off and then build yeah. and then build off of that one back like like start there and build forward in time back to you know the originals. Y'all, did they did they did they call Ryan Johnson's movie The Last Jedi because they plan on making a first Jedi? That'd be awesome. That'd be sick. That'd be amazing. But I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt they did that on purpose, but it would be sick like if they did. Like crafting it's the awesome. first lightsaber? Like him like somebody building the first lightsaber? Like that would be a sick montage, like part of the film. <laughs> yeah, like the Iron Man <laughs> montage of him building his suit in captivity. Right. Fucking this, this dude building a lightsaber and fucking it up like twenty times over yeah. the course of a montage while Eye of the Tiger plays in the background. <laughs> Tony Stark's the first Jedi. I'm just kidding. He's just a <laughs> Caleb's like, whoa. Great. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. Jedi Jedi RDJ. So this book here, The Jedi Path. Uh, was signed by Luke Skywalker, Darth Sidious, uh, Asaka, Anakin, Obi Wan, Qui Gon, Do- Do- Dooku. I don't know this one. Thame, Cerulean, and Yoda. It's pretty cool. But it says the Jedi Path is one of the most amazing discoveries made since the opening of the New Jedi Academy. It was found among the artifacts recently acquired from the Squib Salvage Scow near the whatever. Uh, historians estimate the text was set down a decade or more after the end of the New Sith Wars in 1000 BBY. Okay. 1000 uh, BBY? <laughs> yeah. Before Baby Yoda? Its authors, Jedi Masters of the Age, <laughs> used to change political structure and make on peace of an, um, uh, as an impetus to codify the role of the Jedi Order and to establish traditions that endured for centuries. So, anyway. so we're gonna, we gotta get that. Yeah. We gotta get the Great Sith War. Also, to go back to Tech's point a while back, when Tech was like, the Jedi always have their back against the wall. Dude, why the fuck is that a thing? And, and like, in, like, the, the, um, I don't know, the one with Anakin, like, that, that trilogy, like, Yoda was like, let me, let me think on this. And, like, they, they're always thinking ahead and everything like that, and they're always, like, a hundred steps behind. It's like, yeah. <laughs> sure. The, like, the how, good, go ahead. The good people in the good place. The, the show The Good Place like the people from heaven like they're always just like not making decisions and not like acting yeah. on yeah. thing and just want to meet about it that's, yeah. that's the Jedi that yeah. I thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers yeah, yeah. Yoda, Yoda's like I don't feel right about this well Yoda did you fucking feel anything about the whole like they turned this whole uh, army against you and killed 99% of your Jedis <laughs> like you didn't have any idea that was happening in like in the background, but no, you don't feel right about Anakin. That one small thing <laughs> at the time. Oh hey, check this out. The Force is timeless, but we have but we Jedi have not always been present to interpret its teaching. Centuries before the founding of the Republic, our predecessors first heard the Force's call on the deep core world of Tython. The seers of Tython knew the energy field as the Ashla, but understood it in much the same way we do today. As a source of wisdom, regenerative pool from which to draw strength, and a way to move objects without touching them. Yet those seers who use their abilities in the service of hatred and greed fell into darkness. The Force Wars of Tython are the earliest recorded conflicts between the light and the dark, battles that would be mirrored over centuries as the Jedi and the Sith cross blades. Yo, if we get an Avatar The Last Airbender about the 
fucking about <laughs> Sith kids, Jedi and Sith kids. On the world to Tython, just figuring out what this mysterious force is. Some going bad, some going good. There you go. What I don't want to see is a coming of age story. I don't want to see anyone <laughs> develop their skills. Just throw me into the action, throw me into the fray. Yes. Of 100%. the most skill. Yeah, I love it when movies just throw me into the shit. Like that Tom Cruise movie, the. Uh, the live die repeat, but it was also called what the edge of tomorrow or something. Edge, edge, edge of tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. It just it, we're in a war and yep, shit's bad. Yeah, just yeah, I love writing it. the shit. Yep, I don't want. That movie hear. starts you like the day the war ends. <laughs> it's like, yep, this is when humanity gets fucked. Yeah, and then they're like, actually, I love that movie so much. Yeah, people wouldn't like this. The Force Wars though, because they fought with swords, not lightsabers. <laughs> I would fuck with sword fighting with force. Fuck yeah, uh, that would be kind of hard. That'd be yeah. dope. That'd be dope. I would. I would fuck with it. Uh, I just. I just. Mm. That's our answer right there, though. That's pretty cool. Yo, I want more Star Wars games too. Yeah, fuck yeah. We, we all play games. We all play games. What <coughs> Star Wars game don't you have that you want? A For Honor Star Wars. <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> Done. Ryan, they made one on PlayStation One. It's called The Masters of Terrace Kasai. You should play it on your stream. It's Isn't awful. that just like a Street Fighter Star Wars game? Yeah, it's awful. And there's a character called Whore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Matty Zing says he wants a pod racer game. I'd, I'd be down for that. Yeah. I would 100% not be down for that, dude. I am, <laughs> the, most, I am the biggest pod racer hater that you've ever met, dude. It's true. First, first viewing in the theaters, I fell asleep at the pod racing scene. I fucking hate pod racers. Yo, but I was like, out. I was like nine and had the biggest boner the whole time. <laughs> it's like this is incredible. Yeah, I, lo- I love that scene a lot. He, a he's like, lot. "What is this? What is this? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's, what's happening?" <laughs> I think the second time I saw the the movie, I fell asleep again at the pod racer scenes. Like, I legit hate it. Legit. <sighs> I know, but okay. the the, ga- the game on N sixty four was I. It was sick. I liked it. Hmm. Um, I love a Star I think Wars I played racing. it once and I fell asleep while I was playing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was also like nine, so <laughs> you were like twenty nine. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> bogus, <No>. bogus, <laughs> bogus. <laughs> Brian's like, weren't you napping age anyway? <laughs> it's eleven a.m. Time for my nap. <laughs> Stupid. Ben, ben, we're the same age. You can't laugh at this either, dude. <laughs> I know. Ben doesn't have an internal monologue. He doesn't know what's happening. <laughs> Just listening. Nothing Eleven nap. <laughs> <laughs> I, li- I listened to that one. That was so funny. Nice. Oh. <laughs> they were cross pollinating. Uh, yeah. So what else, Ben? You were about to say you wanted to see something. I don't know. The recent game is pretty great. Uh, I, I do want. Um, I don't know. It's hard to say. It's such a big universe. You could you could have a Star Wars game be so many things. Uh, and we got the Force Unleashed. Those games are great. They are. I uh, want a multiplayer, like a really like I know Battlefront, uh, whatever. I want a, a better multiplayer experience. Yeah. What kind of multiplayer experience? Shooter, Force, lightsaber. I, I want a hundred percent Force game. Yeah. Multiplayer game. No shooting. I don't want to be a fucking. Stormtrooper or a rebel. Like, I, I want to be. I want Like, I play <laughs> games for the moment that I can be a, a, one of the heroes. Or the they game. should yeah. give us a PvP game that 
you make your own character, light side or dark, or gray. Fuck it, go gray. Well, if gray is... They, somebody needs to declare if gray is canon. But let's say if it is, yes, you can go gray. Uh, and then you pick your powers, and it's all balanced, so you can't be like a level 50 Jedi and whooping on a level 1, right? You just you have your set number, you make your... You can re-roll as often as you want, and you 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 duke it out. You got fifteen different lightsaber styles, unlimited different lightsaber combinations to make your own lightsaber. Twenty different force powers to pick from. It'd be like a card game. You know, you bring your own cards into the battle. I got force push, yep. force lightning, force jump, and force speed. And then you like you build your teams based on the skill sets that you yeah. have. Yeah, right. You got I a healer. You got a shield guy. You got yeah. a brute, and you got a stealth guy. You know, ah, uh, just like a four-player co-op. With like standard. adventure game, where you're, uh, yes. The bet the best part of the original Battlefront Two was the games that I got to play as heroes only, and there was like freaking twenty li- twenty people as Sith and Jedi just running yeah. around fucking each yeah. other up. Like you Insane. could be you could be uh, uh, like Boba Fett and Han, <laughs> and nobody was playing as those. They were just yeah. playing as Jedi's and Sith, and it you was can fun. Play- you can play Battlefront and play Heroes mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it's only it's exists. limited, isn't it? You can only play like four v four on the, the the original yeah, Battlefront two. It was like eight on eight or something like that, and it was it was yeah. so much better on like bigger maps and everything. Yo, Zing has Zing might have hit my main vein with this one. He wants more Rogue Squadron games, and fuck yo. yes, please. Yo, yo, Ben. Right, I know. I'm yeah. wearing a Rogue Squadron fucking shirt. Right. Uh, yes, yeah. dog fights. Yes. Yes, or or just remaster X Wing, and Tie and Tie Fighter and put it together. X Wing versus Tie Fighter, yeah. 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 Oh my! God. Like why we don't I, why we don't have a Star Wars dogfighting game in this era of video gaming? And and I don't like the battle the res, the recent Battlefront dogfighting. It's not but, okay. It's not. Good. Are those type of games even popular? Like the Ace Combat flying games? Are they even popping? Uh, 20, Twenty years ago, they were. You're right. I think that might be the wrong question, though, because we're talking about we earlier just to bring the conversation full circle. I guess we were talking about DC not needing to have everything be a fucking commercial, huge box office boom because other things will take the spot. Will will carry the load of that. <laughs> I think the the best version of Star Wars we get is Star Wars that understands we got to make some shit that only a few people are gonna like. And it's going to be justified by the shit that we make that a ton of people like. Yeah, we're we're going to get a fucking horror Doctor Strange movie that is absolutely going to be supported by the fact that Marvel is successful in many other places. And the reason that's happening is because they're willing to take that risk. And I think more Star Wars is better. Star Wars is is that's just it. Who else is making space fighting spaceships or sky fighting games? They're out there. It's a you huge. Got, it's a yeah, huge demographic, got, and that's why got, I don't think Star Wars wants to gamble they, with that. They help create it, though. But are they? But but are, is it worth the risk? Yeah. Niche. No. Versus something everyone else can get into. No, there's, there's enough. Bottom line is money. At the end of the day, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's it's it's a huge market, or and they just make this, there's a lot of people like me out there still that would buy yeah. it up for sure. Or they can make the game they make and have that as a feature. Sure, sure. That's what they're doing. Yep. If they just did it a little differently in Battlefront, it would be that. But I don't like the way Battlefront did it. So. Yeah, if Battlefront was trying, it wasn't trying so hard to appeal to all ages, and was like, nah, if you want to be in the dogfight mode, you got to know how to fly a fucking thing. 
it would have been better. But instead, it was like move left, and your ship will roll and yaw and pitch for you, so you can turn right by just moving so the stick. It's flying for dummies. Bat- yeah, I want battlefield controls. I want to throttle on one stick. Yeah. I want to roll and pitch on the other stick. I want yaw on my on my trigger. You know, I want to be able to do that shit. <clears throat> Good yep. talk. Uh, <laughs> yes, I agree. Yes, I just let it go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I want, I want Star Wars fucking everything, man. I want a Star Wars city builder. I want a Star <laughs> Wars RTS like Halo Wars. Like, uh, what's the game that I like to play? City, city Skylines. City Skylines. Yeah, with, yeah, that'd be sick. But on, but on Tatooine. You know, yeah. uh, here's, this is this is left field, but. Um, I love the the city buildings and I love the evolution games. So you start off as a small village and then all of a sudden you have to build all the way up to like a galactic Star Wars. Yeah. What if you could just read like it, a game where you build the Star Wars universe? Where like it you starts. Build it. You yeah, start it from where nothing. Where it starts and you're like, it, it, once you get to a certain year, it's like, yo, the force has been discovered. You have two factions forming. <laughs> and like. You can mine crystals for lightsabers. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be yeah. insane. Almighty Zing says Cloud City Skylines. <laughs> yeah. That's such a yeah. good I love oh, it. Yeah. I love it. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, I want a, a Halo Wars or Command & Conquer style RTS. I want... Oh, we, I want we've a, had those in the past. Yeah, it's called... Um, Empire at Empire War. Empire at War. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I want a Star Wars XCOM. Badly. Sure. I want a Rainbow Six that's Star Wars. I just... I want Star Wars fucking everything. <laughs> Star Wars Battle Royale. What was the one we came up with last time, Ryan? Fuck, I don't we call know. It the tri- call it the Trials of Mandalore? And it's Mandalorian younglings. Get, they get dropped into an arena and have to oh, survive yeah, yeah. and fight each other? Yeah, you have to like find the armor and stuff like that. That's that's what your armor is, like the Mandalorian armor. And then you yeah, just... Yeah, you're putting on... That'd be hard. And like the yellow armor for the Apex uh, tie-in is like the Beskar <laughs> steel. So someone shoots at... Like, how dope would it be? To know how armored someone is by shooting a, pl- a laser bolt at him, and it's like, Wink! and just ricochets. Yeah. And just like, fuck, you gotta turn around and go, because that guy's <laughs> wearing fucking Beskar. You find the jetpacks yeah. and shit, you can just actually just fly around. That'd be so much cooler. So good. The fucking songbirds or whatever that he has on his wrist. That mm-hmm. Fucking. So what I'm hearing is we all want more of the shit we're not getting. <laughs> we all and, want and that's how it's going to continue to be. All yeah, the stuff that we talk about that we would love, see. honestly, will we'll probably never, never, never exist. <laughs> and that's the shitty part about it. Uh, here's hoping that... that A new hope. EA's, e- <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I hate you. Here's hoping that EA's new contract, or EA's contract with Star Wars titles expires eventually. And they can, they can fix that shit. E- EA is a monster when it comes to taking over licenses and not letting anyone else do anything. Yeah, they've destroyed football video games because of it. Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. And here's hoping that whatever they they said they're announcing a bunch more sports games this year, and I'm I'm curious. We know we're getting a new fight night. Uh, I think we're getting college. I like those games back in the day. I like Fight f- Night games are dope. Yeah, they're fun. Yeah, I played a they lot are. of them. They got really good physics for boxing games that were on 360. No, they're fun. They're definitely fun. Yeah, I want uh, some more. I want more street street sport games. 
NFL Street, NBA like NFL Street, Street all those. Well, I think they've tried with uh, NBA Playground, and I just don't don't think they're just as successful. Who I mean, was that I mean, back back in the day? Was it Exhibit or Ludacris that was on NFL Street? One yeah, of those two. I mean, that, those games were amazing. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed the I love those blitz. Yeah, all that stuff. But yeah, but they they outside of controlling Madden. In in the sports world, they just don't have anything. They can't they can't do anything good outside of Madden. FIFA, of course, FIFA's always going to be FIFA. But yeah, yeah. outside of that, and like FIFA. <coughs> excuse me. What's the FIFA Street mode they just in, introduced? Um, Futsal. No, it's not that. Fuck! It's they've got like a separate, a whole separate mode in FIFA twenty. Um, that's dedicated to street where you can like, create your own character and customize them. Um, oh. And I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, they had FIFA Volta. Street on 360. Volta. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's called Volta. That's cool. They didn't um, even make NBA Live this year. Like They canceled it. That's crazy. Yeah. That's so crazy to me. And they've done that years in, like, in past years where they just like, oh, we just can't do it. We yeah. can't. Yep. Yeah. And then no, apparently they're bringing, <laughs> no reason they're, they're bringing one this year. There's no reason to. I hope EA makes a baseball game, but I also found out that MLB The Show is going to be on Xbox next year, so... They don't need to. I don't know if I care. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. MLB The Show is the shit. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, EA could easily lose the Star Wars license, I think, because Disney has the power to say, mm, you don't get it anymore. Um, <coughs> who do you think... Oh, man, that also sure. means... Uh, Respawn wouldn't have another whack at it if they take it from EA. Or Disney could sell the license to specific studios yeah. instead of a publisher and just go, make it whatever you want. Um, Italian Disney. Who do you... <laughs> yes. Disney. Uh, who do you want... Last question and quick answer. What studio do you want to make a Star Wars game that hasn't? Turn 10. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Make that pod racers from t- turn 10 make pod racing game? Yeah. Smug- Smuggler's Run. Criterion. Yeah. Criterion, yeah. Criterion. Oh, dude, a burnout Star Wars game? Um, yes. All right, Ben? Boy, I don't know. Ryan, turn 10's a good one. Yeah. yeah. For real. I was I'm thinking, like, I was thinking Forza the whole time. I was talking about pod yeah. racers. I was like, yeah, they need that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Platinum. Platinum games. Devil May Cry guys? Uh, no, they did. Um, uh, they did a really cool third-person shooter game called Vanquish, and then they did. Oh the, fuck yeah! They did yeah. the Bayonetta games. Uh, That's right. Uh, I guess Ninja Theory. That'd be amazing, <laughs> right? Ninja Theory would be dope. Yeah, but Platinum Games is really, really, really good at combat. So, uh, oh, they did Near Autom- Automata as well. But yeah. Um. Uh, tech. I'm gonna go and say, I'd want to see what 2K would do with it. I like them. <laughs> I like them a lot. I've always liked them. They've always had a, a special place in my heart. They've done other things <coughs> all over the place. Yeah, so, Borderlands is a 2K property. Yeah. Um. Technically, red. Te- technically, Rockstar is under two K. I want to see what they would do with it, just because I trust them as a as a as a publisher. Hmm. Yeah, and well, I mean, and it would just be different. They'd put their own spin on it. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I want... I definitely want harebrained schemes to make a Star Wars game. But that's not going to resonate with really anybody in here because not many people play... I guess City Skylines is a harebrained schemes joint. Gotcha. Um, they, they make City Builders joint? and 4X games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is, that, is that weird? Yes. How 90s of you? Yes, I tried very hard to be very 90s. Um, Bethesda? No. Gross. Mm. No, no, just kidding. Ugh. Never mind. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, what's the fucking Naughty Dog? Naughty Dog. Naughty Dog. I want Naughty Dog to make a Star Wars game. We just got a Naughty Dog Star Wars game. <laughs> That's no, not. I mean, <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. It was Uncharted, basically. <laughs> through and through. Not to say that's the only thing Naughty Dog can do, but... No, I meant old school Naughty Dog. I want a Crash Bandicoot style Star Wars game. <laughs> Jesus. Right. <laughs> uh, Rockstar yeah, needs no, to do I can't it. Think... They need to make Rockstar worse. Uh, like, a G- not... like a GTA of Star Wars? Like, I mean, I think that would be pretty incredible. And make it like a few, one. make it at least a few planets. Well, I mean, like yeah. Four open, planets. Yeah. You, yeah, open world, open like world. space, and then you can land. Yeah, there's like, I don't know, maybe 12 or 15 ports in the whole game. But like, make them ma- pretty good. Like, pretty yeah. big, and you can actually fly there? Yep. I want CD Projekt Red to make a Star Wars game. I thought of that. Yeah. Yep. Can you imagine Cyberpunk, but it's a Star Wars game? Right. And you get to create a fucking Jedi Padawan and do it. I just want a Star Wars RPG. I want to create a character that can go through a story that I can impact, like Mass Effect. Oh, well, just, just, give, just play Old Republic. It's actually really good. Just give Bioware Star Wars back. Play Old Republic, the R- the MMO. It's awesome. Alright. Yeah. I'll give it a shot. You make your own character and all the dialogue is recorded. And yeah, it looks good. It's fun. Yeah, I played it for a couple of days. It was great. I'd love to play with somebody. Yeah. Zing says he wants Retro Studios to make a Metroid Prime style bounty hunter game. Yeah. And I'm 100% down for that as well. Um, we are approaching the end of our show, and before we go around and tell everybody what we've been playing that we want people to get into, Ben, do you have a Smurf act for us? <coughs> Not queued up, but if you give me 50 seconds. All right. Well, Smurf acts <laughs> is something we do right before we end the show. Tech, I don't know if you... Yeah, you've, you watch the show. I don't I'm know so why I was going to explain it to you. Um, so yes, for those of you who don't know, at the end of the show, we give you a little fun fact to take home and chew on. Um, last week, we talked about... Snakes feeling earthquakes, and I thought that was bullshit, and it scared me. Um, but it's true, <laughs> I guess. Um, so, Ben, searching for that now. Do you have it? Got it. All right, let me play the little intro right now. That's our Smurfax song. Smurfax, oh yeah. Boom. You guys can't hear it, so don't worry. But the stream can hear it, and it'll be in the podcast when people listen to it later. Um, ben, what is our Smurfax? The Eiffel Tower is 15 centimeters taller in the summer. Because of thermal expansion. <laughs> what I'm hearing because is it's, the City of Love's main monument gets a little bit of a summer boner. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so it's uh, so it's all made out of iron, and iron uh, grows with heat. So large structures such as bridges are built with expansion joints, which allow them leeway to expand and contract without causing any damage. So 
They're not cool. That's fucking bananas. Yeah. But it's like 15 centimeters higher in the summer. Yep. I wish. Wee. Thanks, global warming. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. All right. Well, uh, now that we know the Eiffel Tower is really just a... It's a a shower, not a grower. Uh, Does anybody have any bounties they want to share with anybody? Uh, Bounties (coughs) are when we talk about what we're reading, watching, listening to, or, or playing that we think other people should get into. Uh, Tech, you're our guest. Why don't you lead off? Uh, big surprise, I'm playing Apex Legends. What? <laughs> big surprise there. Um, and NHL 20. Uh, that's about it. As far Is as NHL 20 good? Oh, yeah. So it's consistently good every year. It's, uh, yeah, it's fun. Fucky year, though, right? Well, I'm, you know. <laughs> I mean, they, they, they do make the same game every year with minor tweaks. That's sure, yeah, that's off. just sports games, dude. This is sports games, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, reading anything, listening to anything, watching anything that you want to share? Um, not really listening to anything new right now, so just like random songs. Um, no, not reading any books, that's bad. Uh, <laughs> TV, I'm just can't stop watching 60 Days In right now, and live PD. I don't know why. <laughs> that's just what's happening with me. Like, that's just all day, every day. Since, first of all, if you haven't seen 60 Days In, it's 100% fascinating. People, oh, 60 Days In? Yeah, you guys, you guys never watched it? I think, no. yeah, it, where, where they go to prison, right? Yeah, they go to prison yeah. for 60 days. Like, regular people go to prison. To, they so choose they can, to go. They <laughs> choose to go to prison, but, of course, no one knows that they're in jail. Like, even the, like, even the, the correctional officers don't know their, their, their plants. And, uh, because under the guise of, uh, some just prison documentary. And, uh... It gets dicey. It's really it's crazy entertaining. <laughs> yeah, and like the the people can give signs or whatever that like, okay, I need to get out or that yeah, kind of thing. They got to they got to keep the yeah. secret and like deal with real life prison events going on around them and oh, yeah. until they can't handle it anymore. They or can. they make it the sixty days. You know, I don't, there's been a couple people that have made it the whole sixty days, haven't they? Yeah, there's been there's one guy um, in season th- three. He was in season two and th- two and three because. Uh, he finished the, the first uh, 60 days and then he said I want to stay another 60 days and he made it all the way through wow. by the end of it he, everyone loved this guy like yeah. he was like uh, he, like someone like did something to his to his tablet because they have tablets in prison and um, the whole <laughs> pod was was trying to fuck that dude up they was like you gotta make the first swing but we are all fucking him up like this white dude had everybody in the, in the pod on his side hmm. it's entertaining yeah, that is interesting. Why the only PD guy though? that wanted to go back to prison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, Why yeah, live PD, though? Back. I, for some reason, it just... I don't know, man. It's like watching cops. I enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I fall down those tunnels. Like, I'll see a, a clip on Facebook. And then, like, there'll be, like, more clips underneath of it. And I just keep looking yeah. and watching and watching. I'm, like, three hours later, I'm still sitting on the toilet. Like, oh, shit. I got to get up and go do something with my day. <laughs> I think it, my butt's falling out. It amazes me how stupid people are. Like, they're riding around with, like, no light in the back, suspended license, smoking weed, meth in the car. Speeding. And then, like, <laughs> speeding. And then, like, trying to lie to the cop. It's entertaining. Yeah, yeah, sure. Sure. The, cop, the cop's like, it smells like weed in here. No, it doesn't. And then they search his car. There's like 100 pounds of weed in there. It's like, okay. It smells like Insane weed in amounts. <laughs> it's, not, it's not mine. So, yeah. I don't know how they I got there. I always say it's not mine. <laughs> it's like, it literally has your name on it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon's weed. 
Oh, yeah, man. man. Uh, ben, what about you? What's your what's your brownies for the week? Uh, not nothing. Sorry. Pa- right. Pass. I had a very hard week of work on top of work. I effectively have three jobs right now. It's it's not fun. But you're making that money, though, yeah? Not yet. I've been through the long term. No, I mean, these are all, like, my babies. So, like, I'm doing art, uh, I'm teaching art, and I'm teaching fitness. So I'm actually quite happy, just very stressed. So that's awesome. Sure, Yeah. sure, sure. Uh, Ryan, what you got, homie? Um, I actually got to go four-wheeling this past weekend. And that was a lot of fun. Got to get out and shoot some guns, too. Um, had a blast. You didn't lit- do that while four-wheeling, did you? Uh, no, no, no. We haven't found a way to That's mount a- them to the four-wheeler yet. So it's very sprinkled <laughs> of amazing. me. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a joke for tech. Um, but, yeah, we uh, <coughs> actually got to blow up some Tannerite, too. Um, that set- That's that? some fun stuff. Um, it's yeah, uh, so it's like these foam balls that you you put like an explosive powder with, and like you put it like whenever you shake it up together, um, you put the cap back on the container and like it pressurizes itself a little bit, and then once you shoot it with a a, a round that's hot enough to actually set it off, it'll blow up. Cool. Um, but you can just buy it at like any farm and home store or whatever, and you know we just go out and blow about four or five pounds of it every time we go out, and it's fun. Blow nice, like nice. refrigerators and dishwashers. It's, like it. it's like the violent version of Burning Man. Yes. Um, so yeah, we've finally been able so to do Mad that. Max. Once it's <laughs> once it's starting to get warm, I'm gonna be doing that a lot more. Um, yeah. Been playing a lot of Ark because that's coming out, or the the new expansion just came out. Getting that server set up, and then I think I'm playing a lot of League of Legends now too. Like I, I played that on stream today and. I had a blast for like six hours straight, so. Nice. Fuck yeah, dude. That's awesome. <coughs> hey, man. Watching anything? Nope. All right. I don't read well, either, so. Yeah, that's why I didn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I am still playing God of War. It, I took like a week off, kind of, for some reason, um, but got back into it this week. Um, I don't want to spoil it because I, there are still people who haven't played it. Um, but for those of you who have played it, I have retrieved something and am on my way to Helheim. Cool. Which is a pretty big fucking moment in that game. Yeah. Uh, and I was entirely gripped by that scene. It's very, very, very good. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah, good stuff. It's real good. Yeah. And the God of War like theme plays a lot. Yeah, and I got goosebumps yeah. like motherfucker. Um, and Kratos says to somebody, "I know," when they tell him he's a monster, and he says, "But I'm not your monster anymore." And it's so fucking good. Yep, yeah, it's so fucking he's good. Talking to Athena, right? Sounds, yeah, well, sounds yeah. great. So much for keeping Wait, spoilers. If you out know God of War, yeah. he would only say that to one person. Yeah, but I didn't it, know that Athena showed back up in this game. Oh well, I mean, you, okay, but if you know God of War. That yeah. line could only be spoken to one person. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's super good. Um, Ryan and I have been talking about getting into Star, uh, Stardew Valley and still haven't done it. Yep. That's okay. You're, We're trying you're to find too caught up on Call of Duty. 
I mean, yeah. Everybody is. That's all that anybody plays. That game has me by right my fucking guts. I play I like a lot. It. Yeah. I'm like level 35 or 40 in the Battle Pass already. <laughs> it's been out for like two weeks. Um, anyway, uh, reading, nothing. I need to catch up. My wife's like seven books in already this year. Um, it's embarrassing. Seven? Yeah. I'm not I'm even that book. many for the reading decade. a book a week. <laughs> for the last decade, sorry. <laughs> Tech wanted to. You can. Tech's like. Tech's so like disgusting. <laughs> Tech looked like he was about to puke. <laughs> He's like. Tech definitely hit me with the. <laughs> <laughs> um, listening. Oh, uh, I found a band called Surfaces through TikTok. They're pretty dope. And watching. I just started that new Amazon show with. Al Pacino and oh, Logan hun- Lerman Hunters Hunters and ladies and gentlemen that first episode fucking kicks off fucking kicks off like Nazis violence uh, also it opens on Logan Lerman's character with them walking out of a Star Wars movie I think Empire mm-hmm. and it's really super good and he has a really long monologue like not long but he has a good conversation where he like talks about how Vader isn't necessarily a bad guy <laughs> because he like wakes up every day thinking he's doing what needs to be done to save the universe because he's been brainwashed into thinking right. that some kid, some radical kid from the desert is going to come blow him up <laughs> and all of his friends. Right. And it's like, yo, it's super good. It's super good. Um, so yeah, watch that. Watch that. Amanda and I are watching it. Uh, I did not think she'd stick through it after a scene relatively early because it <laughs> gets dark quick, mm-hmm. and she was stuck to it. So fuck yeah, watch that. Um, I can't say anything else. I've only seen the first episode, so gotcha. If, it, if the show take if the show gets bad later, forgive <laughs> me. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, that's it for me. Um, if you want to <coughs> listen to the podcast and Ben's coughing, uh, we post it on Fridays. You can find it on the website. We tweet about it. Um, you can follow Nerdy Bits everywhere at nerdybits.com. You can follow me everywhere. It's important at Lubwub. Uh, Ryan, where can people find you? Sergeant Sodium on uh, Mixer, Twitter, uh, Instagram, and on Xbox. Dope. Ben, where can people find you? Uh, SketchSawyer.com and at SketchSawyer everywhere. And Tech, our guest and possibly our frequent uh, returning guest. Um, what are you up to? Where can people find it and where can people find you? Well, I am up to uh, release a new project, Grooveland EP Volume 2. It's real good, y'all. It's real good. I enjoy what it's doing right now. I'm working on more records with people, with actual humans, so that's going to be coming up soon. People can find me at Tech Supreme on everything. At Tech Supreme. And the name spelling is right. T-C-H Supreme. Simple. Dope. Nice. Perfect. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be online streaming something coming up here uh, in a few minutes. Um, But until then, and for those of you taking off, thanks for being here, and we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye -bye. Bye-bye. Adios. Yoip.